Welcome to the Pirate's Eye Podcast, produced by the Seton Hall Alumni Engagement and Philanthropy Department. I'm your host, Bianca Velez, Class of 2010 alumna and Director of Alumni Communication and Digital Engagement here at Seton Hall. Each month, I'll be sitting down with an alumnus to talk about their career, their life journey, and the role that Seton Hall has played in getting them where they are today, or continues to play. You're listening to our inaugural episode, featuring Carrie Sharp. After receiving a dual master's degree at Seton Hall, Carrie thought she would be looking at a career in broadcasting. What she found instead was a passion for group fitness and entrepreneurship. Here's our interview with Carrie Sharp. Okay, with us here today is Carrie Sharp, owner of Air Aerial Fitness in New Providence, New Jersey, a mother of two, Seton Hall alumna, and former Seton Hall Law employee. Carrie, welcome to the Pirate's Eye podcast. I'm excited to have you on today. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. So why don't you start off by um, telling us a little bit more about who you are. You're a Seton Hall grad, um, but where did you grow up and how did you end up at Seton Hall? I am from Long Island, Port Jefferson, New York. I got my bachelor's degree from Ithaca College and explored a few different paths before ending up in New Jersey, where I was working in development at Seton Hall Law School when I pursued my master's degree in strategic communications first, and then I added on the Master of Arts in Diplomacy and International Relations. So I ended up graduating with a dual master's degree in hopes that I would get into television, broadcast journalism. So I was able to intern for NBC while I was in graduate school at night and working full-time during the day, building up the Seton Hall Law School reunion program among some other fundraising initiatives at the time. Uh, it was a pretty busy time in my life. I ended up meeting my husband around that time and life just kind of happened. And um, I ended up staying home with my our first daughter when she was nine months old and just enjoyed my time with her. Just really took a step back to enjoy life and just let it happen and just take things as they came. And things definitely did. They just ended up falling into place. I I ended up teaching group fitness at Lifetime in Berkeley Heights for a few years as our second daughter was born. Fast forward six, seven, eight years. Now the girls are in first and third grade and I wanted to get back to working full time, but everything had changed since I was in development at Seton Hall Law School, since I had thought I would go into broadcast journalism and have a, a job maybe in New York City. Um, but it was tough with my husband being in finance in the city and juggling everything that goes with having a family and his travel schedule. So we, we came across an opportunity um, that we sought out. I wanted to have my own business that I would oversee. I wanted it to be something that I was passionate about so that I could bring in a lot of my 
experience, my creativity, a lot of which Seton Hall helped to bring out in me in being able to go through that dual master's program. It was definitely something that was outside of the box and I am definitely an outside of the box kind of thinker. I remember considering one or two master's degrees and my husband saying, suggesting that I take the road less traveled and that's always what I've done. And so with opening up this studio, which is a franchise, AIR is the nation's leading aerial fitness franchise. There are 10 locations in the country and I wanted to bring AIR to the Northeast. This is the first AIR location in the Northeast and corporate helped me to find a great location. Demographics played into it. We ended up in downtown New Providence, built out this beautiful studio. I have 20 aerial hammocks. We built it over the summer and had a lot of engineering and um, plans that went into it. So it pretty much mirrors the other air locations. And it's, it's, it's just fun. It's, it's amazing that I get to call this work. It sounds amazing. And you know, your story, there's so much to unpack. If we go through it bit by bit, it just sounds like you've had uh, a ton of different things on your plate and have been able to manage um, yourself in so many different directions. And I want to dive into that a little bit. Um, what was it like to be aspiring to get two master's degree um, while working? Uh, was it full-time at the law school? It was. Wow. Yeah. And you had an internship. I did, yeah. It sounds unthinkable. Tell me a little bit about what that process was like for you. Um, one of my husband's mottos is, uh, he, he says, I, I don't know if I necessarily follow exactly in his footsteps in this, but he is a very, very, very hard worker. And he says he will sleep when he's dead. Um, so <laughs> we are very ambitious. We make a, a great team. And um, so, but going back to those days, I... I don't even recall it being that challenging because of what ended up happening after it. I think having children is the most challenging thing anyone can experience. So that was just a preface of what was to come. I had no idea what I was getting into with having children. So having one and just needing to do something as an outlet being teaching a couple group fitness classes a week to start was something fun, something I could do for myself while still being home with her and caring for her every need. Um, it also inspired me to become a marathon runner, which I, um, I did complete the New York City Marathon in 2017, two years ago. I've done um, three New York half marathons and a half in Delaware also over the past five years. So I always was into sports. I was always athletic, but I never thought I'd become a marathon runner. It really wasn't even on my bucket list. But with the idea of becoming a parent and realizing that nothing is as hard as becoming a parent, I thought, why not try some more challenging things and, and mark some of these things off my list? So I would just add more challenges to my plate and prove to myself that I could do more. And I realize now that I can do anything. And now I get to teach my daughters the same thing and they get to watch how we've built up this business and we will hopefully grow it. And um, it's just been kind of a, a huge life experience as a family for us. 
Yeah, definitely sounds like it. So talk to me a little bit about air aerial fitness for those that are unfamiliar with this type of fitness. And frankly, those that may be unfamiliar with group fitness altogether. Um, what are we talking about when we're talking about aerial fitness? So we have aerial hammocks, which are suspended a few feet off the air. Our ceilings are just under 15 feet high. So we have um, put a lot into the engineering and the structure of our rig system that is in our studio here. So we worked pretty closely with an architect and an engineer in getting this to work in this space. So a lot of choosing a location had to do with the type of ceiling that we were looking at. So we are um, structurally sound. A lot of people come in here thinking um, it's dangerous or they're scared of getting off the ground, but we, we slowly build people up to the idea of making their way off the ground, beginning with, you know, a few inches. Um, this is not Cirque du Soleil. This is not <laughs> circus. Uh, some aerial is circus. Some aerial is more dance. Some is more yoga based, but we are more aerial fitness based, meaning four of our formats are uh, fitness minded. You'll see planks, lunges, burpees, push-ups things where we will also use the hammocks to support us and give us a better stretch, such as in our one aerial yoga format. And otherwise, it just allows us to be creative and get really, really strong. A lot of people uh, come in here and think they can't do it. And um, we try and help that mindset by showing them and they prove to themselves that shortly by taking small steps, they can. And they begin with using our aerial hammocks as you might use a TRX in in a gym or in a another fitness class where you're using your body resistance to build your core strength and your upper body strength. And then we get into climbing and inversions. A lot of people are looking forward to inversions. Some are scared of it. Some don't know how they will react to it. So we are there as trainers to guide them and help them and bring out the best in them. So it's a lot of fun. It's really empowering. We do help and work with people of all ages. We do start our youngest um, kids programming at age five. And I did just start mommy and me programming as well. But this primarily is for adults. We have about 20 to 25 adult classes a week. And this is a way for adults to step outside their comfort zone, step outside the box and realize that they can have fun while getting strong and staying active and fit. And it's, it's definitely outside the box. That's very interesting. It's, it's definitely sounds outside of the box. It's not your normal go to the gym, fitness class, uh, some dumbbells. <laughs> it sounds in, in Incredibly interesting. Now, for someone like you that was always interested in sports, as you mentioned, um, and fitness, how did you end up finding yourself in this particular type of fitness? I was a gymnast when I was young, and um, anything active, anything physical interested me. And um, so I kind of explored the gamut of it all, taught all different types of group fitness, cardio strength, aqua group fitness in the pool, and then all different types of yoga, vinyasa, and all sorts of yoga, and then uh, various formats combining both of those, utilizing various types of fitness equipment, dumbbells with yoga, 
Um, and now finding this is fusing all that together, adding aerial hammocks, kind of bringing back my days as a gymnast. And some of our formats actually incorporate dumbbells, believe it or not. So when I found that out, that we were able to incorporate some light weights in with our hammocks, it just was the jackpot at the end of the rainbow. Just <laughs> everything all combined, all my favorite things that I get to share with people and help people get stronger and empowered and realize that, um, you know, we can have fun while we're doing this. We can live a, a strong, healthy lifestyle and just really building it within the community. It's been a great opportunity. Carrie, you sound so passionate about what you're doing right now. And I, I find it interesting that you were at one point pursuing a, a broadcasting career or a career in media. Um, and now you are, what sounds like living inside of your dream work. Um, tell me about that transition. You can't plan life. It never works out the way you hope, think, or try for it to be. Um, that's just coming right off the top of my head. I had no idea that I'd end up here in New Jersey with a family leading this company, this brand in this region of the country. Um, it's, it's an incredible opportunity. And I just think that all of life experiences in the past have brought me to where I am. There were times when, you know, I'd second guess decisions that I'd made as anyone would, especially upon graduating. That's such a tough time in people's lives, people in their 20s, and then pursuing graduate school and still just not really finding the right path or really feeling that that life's working out um, for the best but going through certain challenges and struggles and turning up on the right side of things just coming back stronger each time and realizing that the way you what you make of life is really um it's all about attitude everything's an opportunity and um i think a lot of becoming a mother and then going through yoga teacher training which um, changed my life for uh, not only giving me <laughs> some sort of sanity <laughs> by being a stay-at-home mom, um, but it also just gave me this whole outlook on life that, as we say in yoga, you are in control of your reactions, and I strongly believe that. I'm not quick to react, never judge, and think things through and just never take things off the table. I just, I think it's so important to keep, keep lines of communication open, be honest and um, be willing to try new things and to really explore and just not shut doors and, and just be open. Um, I think there's just so much opportunity out there. And so I'm just grateful that, you know, everything in life's kind of brought, brought me to this point. That's amazing. Now, your master's degree at Seton Hall or degrees um, don't sound necessarily related to what you're doing now, but is there any core takeaway from your experience um, in graduate school that continues to play a role in your life as you um, take on this adventure of entrepreneurship? Absolutely. I mean, I kind of just touched upon the fact, the idea of you know, not really knowing where, where I'd end up or wondering if certain choices were the right choices. There really is no right or wrong. Things happen. 
you make a choice and then you move on from there. And um, so, of course, there were times when I wondered, um, you know, after getting finishing graduate school and not pursuing a career in television, if, you know, if that was the right choice. Um, and I don't look back on that and wonder whether it was right or wrong anymore, because that path, it, it is like a path on a maze. That is what life is. And you make all these choices and turns. And I think every single choice I've made brought me to this point. So choosing to go and put myself through school at night and do that internship on weekends while I was working full time and planning a wedding and having my husband, my soon to be husband unpack our moving boxes because we had just bought our first house. Um, all those choices to go through all that being to get those master's degrees and pursue that education and do that and complete that thesis that I did while I was in graduate school at Seton Hall. All those things are part of what made my path complete to the point where I am now. And I wouldn't be here if I didn't take each one of those twists and turns. I still would have wondered what it would have been like to intern at a major news station. And I was able to do that at NBC while I was in Seton Hall at grad school. And I was able to sit in the room with Brian Williams and Lester Holt on weekends preparing for the nightly news. And I got a little taste of it. I worked my hardest as I still do. And I didn't end up where I thought I would be. And I have zero regrets. That's amazing. I, I love that. I just love the way that it's not a straight line um, and your path just takes these winds and turns. And you mentioned so many different challenges and um, almost as if they were detours, but they actually ended up being exactly where you not wanted to be, but where you are now, and you sound so passionate about the work that you're doing. Um, so with that, what kind of advice do you have for someone who is in college right now, whether that's undergraduate or in a graduate program, um, like you were at one point? As I kind of touched upon the whole idea of just not turning things down and keeping doors open, I would definitely um, pinpoint that as a major um, major takeaway. I think it's so important to experience things to the fullest, as cliche as that sounds. Try to take advantage of all the opportunities that you can um, with what you can handle. And try not to kick yourself if things don't go the way you plan, or if you feel you may have made a mistake, or if you're looking back or wondering if the grass is greener in another, on another side. Um, on the other side, because you you never know. You really won't know what it would have been like. All you all you'll all you can do is lead your own way and and pave your own way and surround yourself with people that will build you up and support you to the best of your knowledge. Um, that goes a long way. So, what is next for Carrie Sharp? Mm -hmm. That's a tough question. Um, I have short-term goals. I have long-term goals in the next few months. Really just uh, continue letting this community know about everything that we have to offer here at Air Aerial Fitness and really put the groundwork in so that in the future, when and if we do build on and add another location 
um, that we're ready. So I'm just spending a lot of time building. We're doing a lot of partnerships. We are actually about to be releasing a large partnership that we'll be doing with a local nonprofit that we're really excited about but can't yet divulge into. Um, we've been doing a lot of collaborations with various local other fitness studios and companies and the whole idea of cross promoting and building each other up as entrepreneurs is huge for us. My husband leading the way on all that as he leads his um, team of 30 at a large hedge fund in New York City. So um, he is a huge example for me to follow in the footsteps from and um, I think I just have learned so much from his leadership and it's been amazing to be now in a similar situation where I have a team under me and continuing to train and bring in talent and just show show the the area everything that we have to offer there's just so many people that can benefit that's awesome and so how do people learn more about um, what you have going on or about air aerial fitness in New Providence New Jersey our Instagram handle is airfitnewprovidence. We are posting daily, lots of fun things happening, lots of workshops, always new events coming up. And um, our website is airfitnow.com slash newprovidence. And we offer almost 30 classes a week for all ages and um, as well as uh, children with occupational therapy needs and we'll be rolling out another program soon called air therapy um, which allows um, people with sensory integration disorders to utilize our hammocks and um, kind of get that vestibular input that some people need and get from that whole idea of the hammocks sort of providing that hugging feeling. So we're, we're excited to be rolling that out as well soon. So definitely check us out on at airfitnow.com slash new providence. Otherwise I can be reached at airfit new providence on Instagram. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us about your story. It's really been interesting to hear about it. I'm excited um, for what is next for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Carrie is one of more than 100,000 Seton Hall alumni that exemplify what great minds can do. If you know of a fellow pirate that we should have our eye on, don't hesitate to email us at alumni at shu.edu. Also, make sure you stay up to date with upcoming events and volunteer opportunities by visiting our alumni homepage at www.shu.edu backslash alumni. Share the news of this podcast with your friends and follow at Seton Hall Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hope you join us for the next episode of the Seton Hall Pirate's Eye podcast.